Dan Spider Shepherd, undercover operative with the serious organised crime agency, scowled at her. He wanted to shout and swear, but Charlotte Button was a lady and his boss, so he just smiled thinly. I've had better days, Charlie, he said. He put his hand up to touch the plaster and winced. I've got one hell of a headache. Would you like some paracetamol? I nearly bloody well died, Charlie. I'm supposed to be one of the good guys and the cops came this close to putting a bullet in my head. Moon, 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 said the van's driver as he twisted around in his seat. Shepherd grinned. It was his doer Scottish colleague, Jimmy Sharp. Where to, my lady? he asked. Take us back to the safe house in Bristol, said Button. Can I use the siren? No, you can't, said Button. Any more back chat and I'll drive and you can walk. The safe house was an office above an estate agent's in North Bristol. There were two designated parking spaces in the yard behind it and Sharp parked the police van next to his Lexus. He got out, walked around to the rear and opened the doors, then the cage. Button stepped out unlocked a green door that was covered by a CCTV camera and led Shepard and Sharp up a flight of stairs where she unlocked a second door. They went into a large open-plan office with two sash windows overlooking the street below and a small kitchenette off to the right. One wall was lined with surveillance photographs of Alex Grimshaw and his gang. Shepard dropped down onto a faded tartan sofa. Why didn't we know that Maloney was a rapist? he asked. I honestly don't know, said Button, taking off her raincoat and hanging it on the back of the door. The victims were interviewed, presumably. Didn't anyone pick up the signs? Spider, if someone doesn't want to tell the police they were raped, there's not much the police can do about it. She picked up the kettle. Do you want coffee? Shepherd nodded. Please, yeah. I don't get it. What happened? asked Sharp. You don't get it because, as usual, you weren't anywhere near the sharp end, said Shepherd. No pun intended. Hey, it's not my fault, said Sharp. It was hard enough getting you in the gang. Two of us would have been overkill. Let's not argue the point, boys, said Button as she switched on the kettle. I'm sorry, I'm just a bit stressed, said Shepherd. Maloney was planning on shooting me, I'm sure he was. I could feel him staring at the back of my head and almost feel his finger tightening on the trigger. He grinned ruefully. I spun him that old tale about death spasms being enough to pull the trigger. Has anyone ever done any research on that? Button smiled. I don't think they have. She poured milk into three mugs. Well, I'm pretty sure that Maloney didn't believe it. Any booze around? asked Sharp, sitting behind the one desk in the office. Button ignored him and carried on talking to Shepard. He didn't pull the trigger, so all's well that ends well. Let's not forget that the boys in blue went for a headshot because I didn't drop my gun fast enough, said Shepard. He put a hand up to the plaster on his forehead. An inch to the left and I'll be dead, Charlie. I know, but you're not, so let's be grateful for that. Didn't they know there was an undercover agent in the gang? They didn't, know, but it wouldn't have made any difference because you were all wearing ski masks. Well, 
I hope whoever fired the shot gets his balls ripped off, said Shepard. Even if I had been one of the bad guys, what he did was bang out of order. I was dropping my weapon. My finger was nowhere near the trigger. Looking on the bright side, no one's ever going to think you're working for soccer, said Sharp. Your legend's well intact. I'm not sure that's true, said Shepard. After what happened in the bedroom, they must have realised I'm not kosher. They might just assume that you're a villain with a soft heart, said Button. Anyway, we'll put it out that you escape from custody while you're in hospital and the rest of the gang will go down for at least ten years. The kettle finished boiling and she stood up. I'll make us all a coffee and then I'll run you along to the hotel. I've got rooms booked for us all. I'd rather get back to Hereford, said Shepherd. It's been a while since I saw Liam. No problem, said Button, spooning coffee into a cafetiere. I'll arrange a car. What about you, Razor? Minibar included. Within reason, said Button. Sharp rubbed his hands together. I'll phone the waif. Tell her to expect me tomorrow. And I'm going to need to see you both in London on Monday. A new job? asked Shepard. All lined up and ready to go, she said. Care to give us a clue? She smiled brightly. Now, Spider, that would spoil the surprise. <laughs>